Happy Winky Wednesday to all of you out there checking in on our San Francisco 49ers midweek here, turning the page from week five to week six. Man, the 49ers coming strong on the road. It's not just Levi's. It's not just Levi's South in Los Angeles. It's 3,000 miles away in Carolina. The 49ers fans coming strong. We're going to get into everything going on with your San Francisco 49ers on today's episode of Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for our listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash on. As I mentioned in the open, it is a Wednesday. You know what that means. It is a winky Wednesday. Let's bring on today's guest, Mr. Nicholas Winkler. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Wow. Wink. What was it? How'd you feel watching this game Sunday? Not only the 49ers performance, the dominating defense, beating up on Baker Mayfield, coming away with a big victory on the road. But like when Kyle Juszczyk makes a play and the entire crowd in Carolina, like this isn't a known place where there's a whole bunch of 49ers fans all yelling juice. Uh, there was a quote actually from Jeff Wilson this week is basically said it's a home game. After our first touchdown, I looked around and said, this is our place. I felt like it from the moment we stepped on the field. I mean, it's got to be a huge boost for a team like the 49ers to go into hostile territories that aren't very hostile. Yeah, I mean, we know the faithful travel well, right? I mean, that that's just a given. That's something we've gotten used to over the years. And yeah, Carolina's a bad football team. So a lot of their season ticket owners were probably like, I got to get some money back. I know the 49er fans are going to show up. I can sell these tickets for a good price, make a bunch of my change back. And I mean, that was just a bad football team. You know, it was, it was good. I didn't like how early on they kind of kept them in it. You know, it was like, they were getting close to the end of the half. And I was like, how is it still 10 to three? Like this doesn't, this is, doesn't feel right. This is one of those games where something bad's going to happen. All of a sudden they're going to lose this football game. Like, like what happened in Denver, you know, like these, I was worried, but then they scored the touchdown and then they came out in the second half and just dominated. So that was good to see, but I just, I, I want a little more throttle, I think early in the game. A little more throttle. Yeah. Crock and I talked about that uh, in the rapid react episode. I think it was mm. like the pick six, if the pick six didn't happen, yeah. you, you know, it was like, that could have been a tighter game. And we saw both in Chicago and in Denver where the, I mean, the 49ers can be five and zero right now, right? They, they, they couldn't put, they couldn't figure it out on offense and, and really, step on the gas but i will say that if jimmy garoppolo kind of plays like he has been the 49ers are in a in a great spot right and uh uh some people will tell us we're jimmy haters some people will tell us we're giving jimmy too much credit when we give him a game ball wink how about your unbiased opinion here uh what did you think of jimmy g how he's been playing last couple weeks I think he's looked great. I mean, you know, he hasn't gone out there. He's not the reason that they're winning these football games, but I think he's made some solid passes. He, we've seen him step up in the pocket. We've seen him avoid, you know, a couple of situations. And, and actually, you know, there was even the the run, you know, and the, and the the slide, which you really like to see too. I think Jimmy's done exactly what the 49ers need him to do. And that's, you know, put the ball where it needs to be most of the time. You know, he's going to have those Jimmy throws every once in a while, but that's what quarterbacks do. 
you know, every quarterback, you know, isn't going to be perfect when they go out there. They're not going to, you know, light the world on fire every time they go out. And Jimmy never really lights the world on fire, but he he did enough. He put some good passes on Ayuk. He put a couple good passes on Debo. You know, we saw them trying to get Kittle involved early. That was nice. I mean, you mentioned Juszczyk. That's, I mean, he, he's a mismatch everywhere he goes. So that was fun to see. Jeff Wilson running hard. Like, I, I like what Jimmy's doing. He's doing just enough for the 49ers not to lose these football games. And, and you know, he's putting up good numbers while he's doing it. Even in Croc, like five to one touchdown to interception ratio. That's the winning formula with Jimmy G that this team needs. If that continues, the Niners are going to be pretty golden. And that's counting a, a weird kind of bad Jimmy game, right? The last couple of weeks, he's been even better than that. So um, do you think croc that the offense has a place to go that's potentially even better than we've seen or do you think it's just like okay good just don't give it away i think what we saw last game is more so of what the 49ers traditionally have been with jimmy garoppolo under center it's definitely more ideal when he does not turn the ball over which he hasn't done over the last couple games and i I believe brian was it you that brought up this would be the first time in his career if he doesn't turn the ball over against Atlanta that's three straight games without a turnover. I did not bring that up, but that's a good okay. step. Yeah, someone, that's someone something I would up. bring up being that uh, I'm an amazing uh, broadcaster and I usually bring up really good things. So I'm glad you thought of me first, but no, I didn't come up with that. Right. So, yeah, that, that, that'd be exciting. I think it, it might have been my guy, Mike Shields, but I think that that would be really exciting uh, to see them continue in the trajectory that mm-hmm. they are running the ball well. Um, especially as well as they did last game. And I, that was probably since the probably since the the Bears game, the best the 49ers have really ran the rock. Uh, yep. And probably yeah. since before, I think Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Because when Elijah Mitchell was in there, they were moving the ball. They were running very well. Trey Lance was running. And then since then, there's been a drop-off in rushing yards. Well, they really got it back this game. So keep that going. Play off of that. And I think that's the recipe for success for the 49ers. You know what I hear though when you bring up that stat croc is that Jimmy's due for a bad Jimmy game in Atlanta. Oh man, like, See, oh, yeah, you come said on. it. Dude. I didn't say don't it. put you it out it. there. I don't buy it. Can't believe it. <laughs> uh, that was a reverse it. jinx. Reverse jinx there. Jimmy's going to do it. Uh, no turnovers, three straight games. Would love to see it there. Uh, wink after week five though. Anything you stinking on? There's always a little wink in the stink somehow. Yeah, man. Come on, stop getting hurt, man. Every week they, you saw that they put up the. Uh, you know, the, the breakdown of every week they've lost an important starter to this football team. And it happened again with Mosley going down. And, you know, you just hope that, that Bosa's injury isn't too severe. I think, you know, even if he's close, I think maybe they should keep him out this week. You know, it's the Falcons. Maybe you give this guy a rest. You need him the long term, right? And the defense is playing yeah. so well despite these injuries that keep stacking up. And I was impressed with what the offensive line did, too, you know, another week together. That was, that was good to see. And uh, luckily they didn't lose anybody either because that – if somebody else goes down on that offensive line, man, it's going to get real, real thin. Right, and they're not going against a powerhouse defensive line this week right. either. So I, I think they can, you know, hopefully get healthier a little bit over this week, hold some guys out like Bosa. There's no reason to, you know, you need him for the long haul. That's well said. So no reason to, to press that if they think it's even close that he could re-injure himself if he goes out there and plays in week six but you know the falcons are not a team that uh, is going to roll over they've proven that this year too so it's going to be a you know a fight and i think the falcons will come a little stronger i don't think it's going to be another you know home game for the 49ers but man the the the, mm-hmm. the empire has been traveling extremely i'll be in well. attendance they're global yeah. be, we'll get fired up 
Yeah, what section can we look for you in, Croc? Are you going to be? Oh, in I'm, a- I'm up in the nosebleeds. So okay. really, uh, when I go to these games, it's not even so much to actually go to the game. I like everything kind of leading up to it. Our guy John Chapman has the gold resting. Get to interact mm-hmm. with 49er fans. And for me, you know, being in Arkansas, Southeast Arkansas, I'm kind of down here by myself a little bit. They got different little chapters of 49ers, uh, you know, fans and things like that. But they're like a few hours away. I think there's one in Dallas. There's one uh, in like a northern part of uh, of Arkansas. But where I'm at, I'm by myself. So I like to go to these road games, interact with fans, mm-hmm. and actually watch a game with people. So I usually, if I can, I'll get a ticket in the nosebleeds, and I'm chilling up there. Yep. And you get the better you view, see. too. I like being able to see yeah, the You see field. everything. Like you you got your all 22. Yeah, I like seeing the plays kind of, you know, play out. A lot of people like being really close. I don't like being close. I like sitting up top, chilling, and, mm. and getting a good view. And I think they have tickets a little bit more expensive than the Panthers game. I look at those prices. They had tickets going for like $55. Ooh, uh, Atlanta wow. right now, the cheapest I've seen is like 80 bucks. So I'll get one of those. Yeah. Get a cheap ticket, and uh, you'll probably have to be fend off, uh, fend off a little hangover, hopefully – uh, by the way, anybody out there that's going to be around the Atlanta game, go to the uh, the Chapman 49ers Gold Rush uh, Road Trip. Is that what it's called? Gold Rush Road Trip? Yeah. Dot com, something like that. Um, and get by Crocky a shot the night before. And so, I yeah. Him, I want him to be fired up and feeling good in Atlanta. <laughs> Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yeah. It's going to be nice, too. They I think it's going to be. Well, I mean, obviously, it's indoors. And I've been to that stadium. Really nice stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the. The cool thing about traveling around, you get to experience other stadiums and kind of some things that are a little bit more historic, like Soldier Field. That was cool going there. Um, the the Minnesota Vikings, going to that stadium, I've been there. Looks amazing. Atlanta has a nice stadium. It's a new stadium, nice new you know architecture and everything like that. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool to see the different designs that some of these teams have. 49ers, it's a little bit more basic. I think... It, I. A lot of people dog the 49ers, the, the way that it's kind of made up. I think a lot of it because of the sun. But mm. I think they have a nice, cool, clean look, nice, clean design to it. You have the, the open ends, which I think is a nice little touch to it. Maybe it doesn't look as futuristic as some of the more recent stadiums that have kind of popped up in the last five years. But, uh, yeah, a lot of nice stadiums you get to experience. Next, of course, we're going to get to Wink's Wish watch we can't forget about special teams here on lockdown 49ers and uh talk a little bit about uh 49ers scheme how things are getting schemed up here what the 49ers can do maybe with brandon Ayuk, george kittle get everybody more involved and uh and help this defense or help this offense really click as there's a ton of injuries mounting on the defensive side of the ball here heading toward week six of the nfl season and those first place san francisco 49ers now a word from our sponsor better help uh can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in your life. Uh, when you learn to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And sometimes talking with a therapist, uh, just checking in, making sure you're you're hitting those points that you need to hit every single week is so important for your mental health and and staying in front of the challenges in your life instead of getting overwhelmed by them. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish all of those goals, no matter how big or small in your life. And with better help, it can't be easier to get the therapy you need. And everybody 
needs a little from time to time. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. Super convenient. The accessibility, the affordability, much more affordable than traditional therapy. And everything's entirely online. So it can be done at your pace. It can be done with however you like to do it. You can do, um, you know, with uh, with voice, with calls, with text, with, you know, face-to-face uh, online Conversations with a therapist. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. It's super easy. Uh, I've done it and gone through the process. You get matched up. And then if you don't like the therapist you're matched with, it's free and easy to switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today. Get 10% off your first month as well. That is betterhelp.com slash locked on. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day. Make sure you're checking out the NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right, Croc, uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, what you saw on Monday Night Football and, and what you thought the 49ers could do to maybe scheme some things open a little bit more with Brandon Ayuk and, and George Kittle. We know how they scheme things open for uh, for Debo Samuel. Do they need to be more work, do, do more work getting the other guys involved? They kind of did that in the first, the opening drive, right, with George Kittle, and then they didn't yeah. really target him as much. But I loved seeing that opening drive. I thought it was the best opening drive of the season for the 49ers. I love seeing... George Kittle getting peppered with targets early. I think when you have big time players, you find different ways, whether it's creative or it, sometimes it doesn't even have to be that creative, but just kind of the obvious to get the ball in their hands. And I'm sitting there watching Monday Night Football and Devontae Adams for most of the game felt like an afterthought in the offense. And I just couldn't understand it. You know, I'm like, wait, you have Devontae Adams, you're lining him up on the outside like he's just this traditional X. And not saying he can't do that. And even then, you, if you just look at the yardage, well, he had like 150 yards or whatever it was, two touchdowns. That's awesome. But the targets weren't quite there. He maybe had five targets, six targets. And I'm used to watching Devontae Adams get a ton of targets, right? I mean, there were games where I feel like consistently with Green Bay, he's getting 10 plus targets a game. And you do that to get one of the more dynamic receivers in the league, just get the ball in his hands. And they were very stagnant with what they were doing. You know, the Raiders were lining them up. Hey, left side, stationary, X receiver, run your route. And that made it easy for teams to be able to bracket him, uh, get over the top of him, have help. Right? You, you help the defense out when you do that with Devontae Adams. And it was almost like Derek Carr really liked to work the side to the concept side, like the trip side. And, and there were times where he'd pop up, where he's not even looking at Devontae Adams. I thought that was pretty ridiculous. When you look at what the Green Bay Packers did with Devontae Adams, it was He's motioning consistently. I think I saw Devontae Adams motion one time in the second half of mm-hmm. the game last night. That, that's ridiculous. With the Packers, he's motioning all over the defense, motioning to tight splits, motioning to a stack, uh, making it to where you can't really double him. And we've seen that with Cooper Cup as well. Cooper Cup's mm-hmm. moving all over the defense. Every uh, play. Offense. People, people are like, why, why can't you double him? Why can't you bracket him? Well, look at how they're utilizing him. And they figure out different ways to get the ball in their best playmaker's hands. Well, when I look at the 49ers, and see, I'll bring that full circle. I look at the 49ers, and you see Brandon Ayuk, and I'm like, he's getting three catches, three catches. And I'm like, Brandon Ayuk is better than three catches a game. 
I watch him. I watch when he catches the ball. If you just want him to consistently line up on the outside and just beat man press all day, maybe that's not going to be the best way to get him to free him up and get the ball in his hands and utilize his dynamic ability. Most of them around, and I know you got Debo Samuel. I know you have George Kittle. But I feel like between uh, George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk, I feel like they can do a better job of putting those guys in situations that are advantageous to them and in turn is advantageous to the offense. We're freeing your guys up, getting them better catch and run opportunities as opposed to just everything has to be 100% about, hey, we're going to line you up here, line you up here, tight split. 49ers do do a lot of motion, but it's Kyle use check motion and back and forth motion mm-hmm. to the backfield. Debo Samuel, they do that with him. But Brandon Ayuk, I think he can have much more uh, volume in his targets and for a guy, when you see him catch the ball and he caught the ball over the middle against the Panthers and then he breaks the tackle and he starts to get up field, it's like, man, I think there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I've been critical of, oh, beat man coverage more often. But, like, all right, if NFL is tough to beat man coverage consistently throughout a game, why don't you help him out? Motion him to tight splits, do things to where he's running underneath, get the ball in his hands out in space. And I saw the Raiders, and that was my main gripe with – Devontae Adams and his usage last night, even though he had like 150 yards still, the targets weren't there. And that's kind of my gripe with George Kittle, who I think they definitely can get the ball to more. Again, I know I'm going on a rant here a little bit, but a lot of people are like, oh, man, they leave him in the block. That's why he's not getting the target. No, no. Yeah, they leave him in the block maybe four or five times, maybe. He's going out for passes a lot during games. And, hey, man, let's get the ball in his hands. We saw one play where it was a – like a screen to him or something like that. They call it legal man downfield. But when you just get the ball in his hands and he mm-hmm. breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, drags guys to the one-yard line, like get the ball in the playmakers, yeah. man. He's a playmaker. Get the ball in his hands a little bit more. Yeah, I, I have been a little bit um, – I mean, look, Kyle Shanahan is, you know, great play caller, great offensive mind. But there, there's, you know, nitpicking sometimes. But it's like, yeah, come on. Get, get the ball in their hands a little bit more. In in week, I think we've talked about this before, multiple seasons. Sometimes with Kyle Shanahan, I want him to just be like, you know what? Whatever you scripted at the beginning of the game, just run those again because it seems right. like that's <laughs> some of the best offense have in some games. Yeah, dude. Yeah, flipping the opposite opposite side. What's the what's the the flip button in Madden? You're like, yep, we'll go to the other side with this. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, you, you got a great point. They they even mentioned that he scripts another like eight to ten plays during halftime to come out during the second half. So I want to see more of what was working early, right? You know, they took the shot to Danny Gray again. Juwan Jennings is really just you know he he's proven it again this year that you get the guy in that ball's you know the you get the ball in his hands and he'll make stuff happen too. He'll run through somebody. You know, it's it's fun to watch him play football too. Just another weapon that this 49ers team has. And and yeah, I, I love the scheming. I love what you said too, Croc, about really just moving more guys around. Because yeah, you see Debo, you see Juszczyk, and then you see Wilson. Like those are the three guys that move around basically, and that's it. Let's get Ayuk moving around. Like let's get Kittle moving around. Dude, I love what Kansas City does with Kelsey. Like it's incredible what they do with him. You watch that Monday Night Football game, you saw what they did with Travis Kelsey. He had what, like five catches, four touchdowns, 25 yards. It was yeah. something crazy. Like he, averaged, that. <laughs> he scored four touchdowns. He averaged 3.6 yards a catch. It was wild. But like the plays that they were running to get him open on these things, like yeah, that's talking, you know, talk about some offensive genius right there. Like those were some schemes that they drew up and let's get, let's find some ways to get the ball into Kittle's hands too. Maybe just one yard from the line of scrimmage and let him go out and do what he does best, which is run after the catch. I, I like what you said, Crocker. I'd love to see Mario too. Move him around. Let's go. 
Think about how many tight window throws Jimmy Garoppolo typically has to make. And look at some of the passes and how contested they were even in the Panthers game. So now we are nitpicking here a little bit. You look at the points, 49 scored 37 points. I credit two of those touchdowns to the defense because you had one pick six and you had another one where they got to stop. So, again, I just – I'm I'm continuing to think of different ways that, okay, how can the 49ers keep this thing going? How can the 49ers Mm -hmm. get this offense going? And I think part of it is, hey, don't just line your guys up. Debo Samuel has never been a guy that's just consistently going to beat man press, right? I mean, if he does, it's by a slim margin, then he'll catch a ball and maybe break some tackles and then do his Debo Samuel thing. But, man, we can – how about motioning – start – just stick with me here. You got – Twins to the right, right, in a stack. And then motion Debo Samuel from the left all the way to the right to where he's the furthest outside guy versus man. Run those other guys through and just run them on the drag route. Like, when's the last mm-hmm. time you've seen just Debo just run a, a drag route right now? And where now you have guys going vertical, that guy in man coverage on him will probably get picked. Debo Samuel's going to have three, four yards uh, separation. Now, now you get the ball in his hands on a drag route, and he's off to the races. Like, I feel like... That should be like the obvious thing to do, especially first man. But the 49ers, it's been they line up green 80, green 80. Okay, it's man coverage. All right, we know it's man, but what are we going to do? You don't change nothing. It's just all right, Debo, now you got to beat man coverage. And he's like, well, that's not right. really my biggest strength that I give to you. I, I just nitpicking, nitpicking, but I just think like I get these figure out different ways to get the guys the ball, uh, versus man coverage. I, I think that's an area that they can definitely improve on. More thoughts on that, the the things that could really take the the offense to the next level. Um, and actually, I have another question for you, Croc, about Devontae Adams and that Monday night football game and what happened at the very end with the wide receivers <laughs> running into each other. Uh, I think you might have some perspective on yeah. that one. But first, I got to let the folks know about Bet Online, your number one source for football betting information this season. How about those San Francisco 49ers now back up to 11 to 1 odds? to win the Super Bowl, which is the fourth best odds in the entire league, only behind the Bills, Eagles, and the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl now. So some helium for those San Francisco uh, 49ers as it pertains to winning the Super Bowl. And you can bet on such things at betonline.net, your continued source for not just NFL football betting and information, but all the sports out there, NBA getting going, Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, Vegas casino games as well. Even live betting, which is always super fun, and up-to-the-minute scores on every sport out there. So head over to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. You mentioned it a little bit there, Wink, and just seeing Danny Gray, I like having Danny Gray active and on the roster. And they've taken a couple shots here, and we've seen a little mm-hmm. bit of Jimmy G slinging it a little bit this year which i like playing a little bit free uh didn't work out great in one of the games last couple of games worked out nice uh i love the, i think one of his best throws ever as a 49er was the throw he made to tevin coleman where he's under pressure getting hit throws it up there lets his guy make a play sometimes you got to let your guys make some plays right and uh when you get that one-on-one i think danny gray uh, one of these games they're going to start hitting a little something there even if he's only getting a couple targets per game because look we're trying to we're talking about getting all these other guys extra targets the niners don't have that high volume of a of a pass right. game where Danny Gray's all of a sudden going to start getting 10 targets along with Ayuk and kittle and debo samuel right 
But if they hit one, that's where I think things are really going to start to open up for this offense. Because not only you get the big play for Danny Gray, team's got to respect it. It's going to be on tape for the next team they're playing against, right? Opening more things open underneath for for Kittle and, and Debo. And it's just, you know, everything else starts to hum. But maybe I'm looking for that. Maybe that's what happens this week in Atlanta. You got to hit that one to Danny Gray. They're taking a couple shots. I like it. Keep trying it. Yeah, they're going to be on turf, so maybe he runs a little bit quicker. Maybe they do have that chance. But it's funny you mentioned that Tevin mm-hmm. Coleman uh, you know, pass because, I mean, if the DB comes down with that ball, then everybody's like, ah, Jimmy being Jimmy again, just throwing it up there, you know. But, but Tevin <laughs> Coleman went up and made a play. I mean, that was Great an play. incredible catch. I love Wait. that he called him Tevin Campbell, too. I don't know if you guys know who Tevin Campbell is. Oh, he's an R&B singer. Yeah. Yeah, tell me what you want me to do. I started singing that song when he when he said that. I was like, that was a, a nice little flub there. By the, Tevin Coleman's like, getting, been getting called Tevin Campbell for a long time. A lot of, a lot of old guys make that mistake. So Wait, good. did you pick up Tevin Coleman in your fantasy leagues? No, no. I My, my team is stacked. I put up 200 points this week, yeah. man. I'm, I'm feeling good. Did you have Kelsey and Josh Allen? I know. I don't have Kelsey. I have Andrews as my tight end. No, but I had Josh Jacobs who went off. I had, you know, Justin Jefferson. I I had a good week. Hey, Peacock, I just got a a message from someone. He DM'd me just now. He actually tagged Wink as well on on how to potentially recover your Twitter. So make sure you Uh remember that. Uh, Wait, hold on. Paul Paul Lawson. Uh, Remember that before we get off the show. I'll bring that up on here. All right, shout out to Paul. Hopefully it's not another hacker. He's really trying to do a double hack. <laughs> double hack. I didn't even do anything. I just woke up one day and someone else had control of my account. And that was it. Um, Croc, what the heck happened on that play? Fourth and one with the Raiders and the two receivers running into themselves. Was that on Adams not getting off the line quick enough? Because that's what it looked like to the lay person, but I'm not a DB wide receiver expert. That is on Adams. You, you got to mm. get vertical right now. Now, the one thing I would like to see is who was on the ball, who was off the ball. All right. So if, Let's say uh, typically you want one guy to be up to get going right now. So Adams would have to be the guy on the ball, right? But then being on the ball, now you're closer in proximity to the cornerback. So it's easier to get hands on the closer to the receiver is to the line of scrimmage. So he got washed. I thought uh, Renfro did a good job of releasing inside, pushing up field, and then coming out. That's supposed to give you enough time to be able to clear out. And Adams just didn't. (laughs) He just didn't. And they ended up running into each other. Also, the quarterback was under extreme pressure. So he didn't even have time for it to – maybe you could say Renfro has to be a little bit more patient. Well, any any longer, I mean, your quarterback is sacked. So I think regardless, it was kind of a lost cause. Yeah, and that's a pretty long developing route for – Renfro to run too on that deeper out that is you know it's going to take some time when it's blind to him too on his left like he doesn't know where Adams is right right yeah and what's funny is I think both guys look like they were going to be open like it took him a while but Devontae Adams too I think was going to end up having a step I think the play was designed though to clear out and go to Renfro underneath probably right Croc uh, especially when, when you when you brought up Adams, I thought you were going to say talk about him pushing that cameraman down. I mean that's another he's going to get suspended. I mean that was watch that me, hey. Have you watched that video though? The guy bumps him first. It's a bump push. Yeah, he gets bumped. The guy's not looking where he's going, and he walks that, right yeah. into Adams. I mean, he should not have pushed him, but the guy yeah. bumps him first, one hundred percent. It's yeah. it's those are chaotic moments. Like everyone's yeah. running around. Like guy's just trying to do his job. He's got like a boom mic or something. But as you guys it. know, the whole thing is like you're there to cover the story, not be the story, right? He's got to have yeah. his head up, man. 
Don't run into he's the walking, wide receiver. Right? I mean, you have all the players. The you know you're, you're supposed to wait for the, rece- the yeah. players to walk off the field. Like, you see them coming, you just kind of stop. They go Bad by, move. and then, you know, they go into the locker room. He walked literally, and again, I'm not blaming right him. Right in front I, of him. I'm not saying that Devontae Adams is right to push a guy. No. He's not right no. to push him down. All right. But between him and uh, Jordan Poole from the Warriors, <laughs> you have you have to take some accountability for how it played out, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to mm-hmm. understand like what's the circumstances here, and when you're this player, this dude with the boom mic or whatever, it, don't walk right in front of the players. Mm-hmm. Like okay, they're going. Okay, let me walk by. He literally bumped I, and then he pushed him down. Should not have yeah. pushed him down. Well, especially him down. don't. Don't run into the guy who just got ran into on the last play by his teammate. Like he, he's his helmet, he was upset. He got ran into. Yeah. yeah, can't can't take it out on the on the on the boom mic guy. No, no. But yeah, of between not. him and uh, Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole. I don't know if we've discussed this, but y- y'all saw the video, right? Everybody he pushed it first. He started it. Is no, he didn't start it. I won't say he started it because clearly Draymond Green. Was but feeling some type of way and walked first, up though. on him like he Draymond like he put hands on him. His space. Yeah. Now, there, there's some there's some things here, and some people are like, it's not the streets. Listen, every team I've been a part of, there are fights. Every single team. Yeah. There's not one team that I've been a part of at the professional level, co- college level, whatever, that there's not fights amongst teammates. Like every single time. Now, those fights typically the 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 video of it <laughs> doesn't go out. But I've seen it everywhere that I've been. Yep. All right. Yep. So I know those things happen. Now, here's the thing. If you are not ready to throw hands, even if it's your teammate, whatever, if you're not ready for that, which people talk about teammates and stuff like that, I think people forget. Like some of these guys ain't cool. Like it's not like yeah. some of these guys, when, when they're, you know, when they done playing or practicing, like, oh, they, hey, man, what you doing later on? Want to hang out? Like, most of, like a lot of these guys don't hang out. You have your little clique, a couple guys you hang out with. And other guys, it's just like, that's just my teammate. I don't really like mess with him like that. I'm not saying that's the mm-hmm. case. I'm just saying that's a scenario. But Draymond is, he's talking. He's woofing. You see the other guy, Jordan Poole. He's talking. And I've heard that he's a big trash talker. All right, that, That's fine. If you're a big, big trash talker, that's fine. Just understand what comes with that. Somebody might not be cool about it. And at some point, okay, you talk trash, you talk back and forth. I say this to my son. Like, dude, I hope you can fight because you talk crazy. Right? <laughs> Draymond's talking. Poole is talking. And at that point, once you see Draymond taking it to another level, if you know, uh, you know, I'm not trying to take it to the, I'm not trying to meet that energy, then you just shut up. Just be quiet, yeah. shut up, and it'll go away. But instead, he keeps talking. So what happens? Draymond walks up on him. All right, now, once you push him which all he was saying mm-hmm. like get out of my space i think that's what he was doing get out of my space get yeah, out of my but face, still. Right? well but once you do it you are letting him know like okay yeah like this is the reaction i was looking for so now i can swing on you mm-hmm. where i fought paul or not paul a uh, pool is it once you you see the energy that draymond has once you push him you gotta be ready to go you 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 mm-hmm. see what he's on you got to be ready for whatever might happen. Maybe nothing happens. Maybe you push him and Draymond just says something back and maybe he pushes you back and then people break it up. Or maybe he's ready to bomb on you. So just mm-hmm. be prepared for whatever. And clearly, Poole was not ready or prepared. And I think that's 
that's these younger guys, this younger generation. They they talk a lot of trash. Not knowing there's some guys with more throwback mentality, which Draymond's probably in his 30s, I'd assume. Yeah, right? Yeah. So he's a little, it's a different era. You got right. different eras going on. You got the era where you can talk trash and nobody's going to say anything or do anything. And then you got the era where, hey, you talk trash, we kind of handle it a different way. And yeah. they clashed and one didn't think something would happen. <laughs> you yeah, got, I think online you has a lot to do with that too. For that. You know, but people get really tough right to when they're talking trash online. No, no, of course not. But the, like you said, like maybe he just didn't realize that that was going to be the next thing to come because it's never happened before. You know, he's always talked trash and people just, it's just been words, you know, and then. Yeah, that you're right. He had no reason to hit him. That was dumb. That being said, Jordan Poole put hands on him. It's just like we're going back, taking it right back to, you know, what happened with Devontae Adams. Like, the dude ran into him. You know, he's just trying to clear his space. What if he had tripped over that guy and tore up his knee? You know, oh, like, there's a like, lot of he, things. Devontae Adams just sees a guy running at him with the stick in his hand. What if that's like <laughs> right. a crazy fan that jumps out sword. of the Yeah, like, he doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going to kill me in the comments already. Brock over here. Yeah, victim we all. I can't believe it. I think At people Eric don't like Draymond Green. So I think they are even yeah. more like I on edge with Green. the situation. People <laughs> like Jordan Poole. He's an up and coming star. Yeah. Um, he's the next guy for the, for the Warriors. Draymond, the grumpy guy. He's always starting stuff. People don't like him. So it's like, oh, Draymond Green. He should be Four suspended indefinitely. Yeah. I mean, both guys deserve the trouble that's going to come their way because they screwed yeah. up. Right. You're but, right. You, know, you can see it from the other side at some point. I'm not going to victim shame like Eric Crocker, but um, with the with the Jordan Poole thing, too, the Jordan Poole thing, too, he's like clearly doesn't think it's that serious. And like right. if someone gets into your space, you have to be able to push them off and to expect. And here's the other thing. If you deal with Draymond every day, it's probably nonstop. They're like, here's Draymond again. Just like, dude, shut up. Mm. You know, it's probably like that. You're, he doesn't swing on somebody every single day, you know, so it's probably a little bit of boy cried wolf with. Draymond just nonstop always being kind of weird and you don't expect he's going to actually take a swing at you I wonder how many times right. you know he gets in somebody's face and chest up and somebody pushes him away or whatever and it wasn't like a hey let's go push up it was more like a he was over here he's like just get off me dude yeah he wasn't even looking at him he's like get out of here and like yeah but that's what I'm saying you got to be looking at him once you when he invades when just me if somebody walks up on me whatever it is you could be at a desk job and if somebody walks up on me and, you know, yeah. these things probably don't happen in that environment. But because I've got that at my job, that doesn't have, that can't happen. That's not the rule. If I'm at a desk job and somebody there's this back and forth and they walk up on me into my space. I'm going to get go, probably go into fight or flight mode. Yeah. That's just where my mind goes. Right. To where at the very least, I am prepared. Yeah. I am prepared to defend myself however I have to. Cause I don't, I don't wait to see what somebody else is gonna do. I, I've seen enough of that, where somebody waits and then they end up like Jordan Poole. I'm not gonna wait to see what you're gonna do. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm just not. I'm not acting like I'm the toughest guy. If you are not, uh, like your mind doesn't work that way, then just shut up from the beginning, and it won't escalate to that. But once you keep talking, it's almost like you're, 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 you're antagonizing a little bit. Right. And you know things, things. Things happen. I liked watching uh, Jimmy Ward and DK Metcalf, and they're mic'd up, right? And you just see them just going at it. Well, Jimmy Ward, we've already seen what he's about, right? We saw him take off on Devontae uh, 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 Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. People forget that, right? Practice field, boom, yeah. boom, and the next thing you know, they're throwing haymakers, boom, boom, boom. Like, you know, now not teammates, but just in the sense of somebody invading your your personal space. 
and where sure. the trash talking can lead to. I mean, it's just, it can happen. That's the difference between Nick Winkler and Eric Crocker from Stockton, California, uh, Draymond Green from Saginaw, Michigan, and uh, Jordan Poole from Laporte, Indiana. I mean, that's, I think, what we're talking uh, about. Different streets that, that these dudes grow up on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one. Yeah, yeah the Laporte. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Hey, Wisnowski, look good. Oh, Two kids both inside the 20. He missed that first extra point. That was nasty, but hey, he made the hey, second one. His second, second career one point. was also shanked left. The dude deflected it. Dude hit it in. Yeah. yeah. It was like a tip. It was like so, a Draymond tip in. I think he was going to miss the second one, too. I, do <laughs> I think he so. was, too. Uh, all right. There's, the, there's Wink's wish watch from week Five. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen. Croc and I back tomorrow. We got Aaron Freeman. We got to do the uh, the old crossover, getting ready for week six already of the NFL season with your first place San Francisco Woo. 49ers. Croc and I back tomorrow right here, Locked On 49ers.